Hey y'all, welcome back to the NFL Heads podcast. I'm Sid Kalyani here with Josh Ippen, and today we're going to be previewing all the week six games, starting off with Thursday night football. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to Philadelphia to take on Jalen Hurts and the Eagle. And this should be a pretty easy game for the Bucs to win. I mean, overall, their team is just so much better. The Bucs are 4-1. and one. I think they deserve to be 4-1. and one. Eagles are 2-3. and three. They deserve to be 2-3. and three. I don't see how the Bucs lose this game. I can see it being more competitive than you think, but I do think that this is a very much a runaway for the Eagles. The Bucks' offense has shown itself to be strong, and even though the defense has had some falters, they're still probably top 10. So, yeah. Easy. Should be easy for the Bucks. All right, the next game we have is the Dolphins and the Jaguars. This is one of the more lower games, in my opinion. Definitely one of those that I'm not going to be watching that closely. Um, but in saying that, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars in this one, getting their first win. I do as well. Um, quarterbacks that come that are coming back from injury usually do a lot worse, than, and then they kind of get better over time with the exception of Dak Prescott, but he had a whole training cap, camp to practice. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa is back from injury this week. He will be starting. I think so. I, I think so, yeah. It doesn't really matter who's starting because I'm also picking the Jaguars no matter which of these quarterbacks I see. I don't think that they're a true 0-5 team. We only have one true 0-5 team, and they're already 0-5. So um, this should be – I think this should be the Jaguars' first win, Trevor Lawrence's first really good performance. I mean, he's started to increase after poor performances in the previous week. I do believe – I agree with you on the part that this might be his best game so far. And, I mean, the Bengals game is also a really good game that he played in, but this should be his best Yeah. One. Next, we have the Minnesota Vikings and the Carolina Panthers. Now, the Panthers, after starting 3-0, and are now 3-2, and are on a bit of a slump right now. But against this Vikings team, I have faith in them that they can come back, and they're 4-2, and so I have the Panthers in this one. I also have the Panthers. We're syncing up a lot today. Yeah. Um, I think it's more fun when we yell at each other, but it's, it's good that we agree for once. Yeah. Um, I do think that there is nothing quite as annoying in the NFL as Kirk Cousins. And, Maybe for you, but... Uh, it took me... By the way, for those of you counting at home, it took me roughly 15 seconds for me to say that. Uh, I do think that his inability to close out a game will make this, even though it'll be a close game, it'll be a Panthers victory. Um. I do think Sam Darnold is going to kind of come back to being like the 16th best quarterback. Right now he's more like 25th, 22nd after that really embarrassing three uh, interception performance against Philadelphia's defense of all defenses. But this should be a return to form for him. They should have Christian McCaffrey back. That's going to be huge for that offense. So um, I do have Carolina in this one. Yeah. All right. Next game. One Actually, I'd consider this my favorite game of the week. We have the Los Angeles Chargers at Baltimore Ravens. This one is very hard for me to pick, but after seeing the previous weeks, I'm going to go with Baltimore in this one. Woo, okay. And I'm not just saying that because I want the Chargers to lose, right? I'm not just saying that based off that. But last Sid, week's... an acclaimed Broncos fan, just for people who didn't know about Yeah. Him. I mean, Lamar Jackson last week proved that he is a passer. 
he has the capability of being a passer, and he's not a running back, unlike some fans who say they are. But we don't listen to them. No, we don't. I mean, yes, this Chargers offense, this Chargers team overall, really, really good. And you would think that the Chargers would win based off the amount of injuries the the Ravens have. But the grit and determination from this Ravens team, I think, will help them a lot. And they're also in Baltimore. So there's home field advantage in that. So I do have the Ravens winning this. Sid, I have a question for you. Yes. What do the Chiefs, Lions, and Colts all have in common? I'm going to say that they have bad defenses. Right. Crappy defenses was the answer to that question. Now, what do they have common in common with the Ravens? I'm going to say a bad defense as well. The Ravens have had narrow wins against all three of them. Narrow wins. Oh. None of these teams are powerhouses. Not the Chiefs anymore. The Chiefs are still a good team, but not a powerhouse. Yeah. And let me talk to you about the Los Angeles Chargers, baby. Justin Herbert is really looking like the second consensus second place MVP pick right now. He's reading the field better than almost any quarterback in the league. He's had two back-to-back amazing games. 47 points on the Cleveland Browns defense. Chargers win. It's going to be a blowout, baby. The uh, Chargers are moving to 5-1. and one. Okay, I wouldn't exactly say it's a blowout per se. I mean... Lamar Jackson, everybody knows the plan to stop Lamar Jackson, but, you know, it's really hard to stop Lamar Jackson. It's really hard to stop Justin Herbert. It's also really hard to stop Justin Herbert. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers won, but, you know, I think the Ravens somehow pull out the upset in this. No, there's no way. All right. I I am more likely to pick the Texans to win a game than I would be to pick the Ravens to win this one. Okay, then. I think this, there is... Absolutely no way that the Ravens pull out with the win in this game. I'm frankly disappointed that the games against the Lions and the Chiefs and the um, Colts were as close as they were, although the Ravens' comeback in the Colts game was incredibly impressive. Hey, how about they should have never been down by that many points anyway? That is definitely true. So All in the fourth quarter. A fourth quarter is not going to save you when Justin Herbert's putting up them 50 points on you. Oh, yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I know. The Chargers are going to win. All right, next game, we have the Los Angeles Rams and the New York Giants. Now, Josh, I have a very, very hard question for you. How many points are the Rams putting on the Giants? Hmm. Um, I don't know, 48? All right. Uh, let me give you another question. What's the point differential in this game in favors of the Rams? Uh, well, I have never seen a team score negative points before, but we are dangerously close to that territory. Obviously, um, Mike Glennon is going to be the starting quarterback of this game. Mike Glennon. Get excited, Giants fans. Get your jerseys ordered. Um, and just a reminder to everyone, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and Kenny Galladay are the receivers out for this game. The only upside I could see here is that Kadarius Tony gets uh, some decent playing time. I mean, I believe he had 189 yards in the last game before he got ejected. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I mean, hey, but that's an upside. That is an upside. Yeah, that's a good upside. But, I mean, if the Rams somehow lose this game, and I don't care how much they lose by, if they somehow lose this game, that's going to be really... Really disappointing. Yeah. Um, but I mean... 
they're a super caliber team in my opinion. Uh, their offensive firepower insane. Their defense also insane. I honestly I don't see how the Giants score any points on here. Oh, you think it's going to be a shutout? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't believe that. Mm. I think the Giants are capable of scoring some points because if you think about it, with Kadarius Tony, I think the only real loss here is Daniel Jones, and. The drop-off from Jones to Glennon is significant. There's no doubting that. But is it really that that significant? Probably, maybe. But you do have to realize what this Rams defense is. One, you have Aaron Donald, right? You have to find a way to stop him. Mm-hmm. And then two, on that secondary, there's a guy who wears number five. I think his name is like Jalen Ramsey or something. He's pretty good at football. I mean... Okay, how many other really I mean, dominant players are on that defense? I mean, honestly, besides those two, everyone else is probably good at best. Maybe they have they have some good uh, players in like Taylor Rapp, Jordan Fuller, Leonard Floyd, and Kenny Young. But there's they're just exactly that good players. I think that this is a defense that's very passable at this point. I mean, you saw the Colts put up 24 points on them in week two. So we've seen that they do have flaws. So I think that the Giants will put up at least seven to ten points. I'm not looking at a shutout territory. Mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know if I want to trust that offense with all the injuries they have. Look, uh, the argument we're making is how bad the Giants will lose by. I think, oh, yeah. we, I think we all have this pick locked yeah. and loaded. The Rams yeah. are going to win this yeah, game. Yeah, definitely. All right, the next game we have is the Houston Texans. And the Indianapolis Colts. Now, before the Monday night game, I was saying Colts all the way. And then Monday night happened. And now I'm not so sure I want to say Colts all the way. Because Davis Mills put up some numbers last week. Don't, 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 Sid. I mean... Don't get behind Davis Mills. I'm not. I'm not, right? But I'm just going to say, he had a very, very good game. Out of the blue. All right, this was not expected out of Davis Mills. He also say. had one of the worst starts over the last half decade by a quarterback ever. So Nathan Peterman bad. I mean, he's like the Saints with a lot more bad in them. Yeah, I, no, I, I think the Saints, but the ceiling is like in the Earth's core. I mean, you also have to I say... I mean, the floor is in the Earth's core and the ceiling. I mean, you have to say he put up those type of numbers against Bill Belichick and the Patriots defense. Yeah, I think you're overrating the defense a little bit, though. I think that Tampa Bay game was sort of an anomaly just because of how well Bill Belichick was able to coach against uh, Tom Brady. If you look at the Patriots' other games, they've given up quite a lot of points except for to the Jets. Um, They gave up 28 points to the Saints. That is extremely significant. They lost to the Dolphins. Okay, I want to make that clear. The Dolphins are a true 0-5 team to me, even though they're 1-4. But they lost to the Dolphins. Yes. So it's it's important to not put a lot of stock into this New England defense. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yes, it may seem that I'm overhyping it, but I am picking the Colts because... Thank goodness. Uh, there we go. I'm not, I'm not going that far. I mean, the Colts' offense in the first half, they looked amazing. Carson Wentz blew past my expectations in the first half. Jonathan Taylor, uh, Michael Pittman, that offense looked great. I just, you know, they have to make sure they do stuff in the second half, and also like the fourth quarter, and not just stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this should be a win for the Colts, 
But I mean, if they lose, they're they're out of the race. They're they're not making it. I'm sorry. They, well, no, they are in the AFC South. Yeah, but no way they're making it out. It's highly unlikely, but I would need to see a couple more games. Yeah. Um, I am also picking the Colts. No explanation necessary. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, the next game we have is the Kansas City Chiefs at the at Washington. Now this one is a very is a nervous game for me, right? For the Chiefs, because Washington seemed to be a bit overhyped in terms of the defense, but we've seen the Chiefs play. They're two and three right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone expected them to be undefeated this season, but here they are at two and three. Everybody, including myself, a lot of people are saying if the Chiefs lose this game, it's over. I'm agreeing with that statement. Uh, I know that seems like a bit of a push. And no, I'm not saying that off of bias. I'm saying it because the defense is bad. All right. I'm pretty sure almost any teams, except those teams that are not not good, can score a lot of points on this Chiefs offense. Like if your team is competent, you're going to score points on this defense. And this Chiefs offense is just, I don't know what happened. They've, they've just been looking really bad. I think you are underestimating Patrick Mahomes a lot. I also think you're overestimating the AFC West, which has suddenly become a lot less competitive. You have the Raiders, who are in the middle of a train wreck in outer space right now. It's a, it's a big mess. And the Broncos, who are not a competitive football operation. That I will agree with you on. So that's two teams that are completely out. Also, Patrick Mahomes is literally legendary for his ability to make magic happen in the fourth quarter. We haven't seen it early in the season. That doesn't mean it won't happen again. The Chiefs paid Patrick Mahomes $100 million, no, $500 million to, oh my goodness, $500 million to do this type of stuff. He's going to do this type of stuff eventually. Washington's defense leaves everything to be desired right now. Taylor Heineke is going to fall one day. It will happen. <laughs> I mean, could be in this game. You, every time you said that, he's always not falling. He's, you know what? He had a bad game last week. But yeah, sure. But he hasn't exactly fallen off. He will. I mean, I do have the Chiefs in this one. But, you know, if the Chiefs want a confident win, Mahomes needs to start stop throwing no look passes and they need to stop running dumb trick plays you know oh my goodness i mean they need to start running quality plays to where they can be guaranteed yards i or else i don't know well and it should be mentioned that they did lose to the bills most recently and to the chargers which are like the two afc super bowl picks right now yeah so it's not like they're losing against a bunch of tomato cans um just keep your keep your eye on a Chiefs bounce back game for this. Yeah, one. and the Chiefs, I I have the Chiefs in the yeah, landslide. Definitely. All right, next game we have the Green Bay Packers against the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields is going to start this game mm-hmm. again, um, but I don't see how he wins this one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. After Week One, they've been quite good, except you know for the previous game where. We the kickers. We don't talk about that. <sighs> we don't talk about that because then Josh yells for thirty minutes and ruins the podcast. Yeah, I mean Mason Crosby. He's probably not going to have that type of game because there's always that one week where kickers have a bad game, and that was last week. So this week, pretty sure all the kickers are going to be fine. I think that what Mason Crosby did is a cuttable offense. 
Uh, I don't care if he's a franchise legend. I am I am so incredibly angry about how that game went down. Yeah, but as I said again, I don't think he has that type of game. The rest of the team looks fine. The Bears suck. Really? Yes, Bears kind of suck. Did you know that the Bears have a winning record? I do. That's an upset. And they're only one win behind the Packers. You know what? I picked the Packers on my picks column. If I could go back and change it, I think I might. Actually? Yes. You want to bet I think you want to bet against Aaron Rodgers? Right now? Yeah. Uh Yeah, the Bears are stingy and frankly, Green Bay has not been able to win a game by two scores and win decisively. They're not as good as people think they are and they're going to fall even faster than those championship teams have fallen or the teams that have made it to the championship round. This is a very sneaky game for the Bears to kind of boost up a little bit and tie with the Packers for that top spot in the NFC North. They're not... The Bears and the Packers are both flawed teams. Very flawed teams. But don't be surprised if this is close. I mean, the Bears did get a quality win against the Raiders last week, 20-9. to But... That uh, I'm not entirely confident after that win because the Raiders organization seems to be in kind of a jumble right now. Well, but all that happened after the Sunday game. Yes, that that is true. But I don't know if I'm entirely with the Bears at this moment. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. He's a top quarterback, top 10. If you want to push it, maybe top five, but I'm not pushing it. Not this it. season. Yeah. He's, I still think he's a top 10 quarterback. But, I don't know, I the Bears' defense would have to do some amazing things if they want to have a chance. And Justin Fields is going to have to have the best game so far of his young career if they want to have a chance. Well, I think Justin Fields will have the best game of his young career. Really? If there's any, if there's any secondary trio to pass all over and embarrass right now, it's Kevin King and Eric Stokes. Uh, Kevin King... Kevin King is like the uh, Blaine Gabbert of cornerbacks. Ah, yes. Put that on a t-shirt and sell it. All right. Well, I'm going to have to agree to disagree with you on that. But, you know, who knows? I still still think the Packers will win. I just think that the Bears might win and it'll be close. Ah, okay. Speaking of bad kickers, we have the Bengals and the Lions. Where we said the Bengals kickers also last week against the Packers. Did not do that well. He was more excusable. Yeah. Uh, Longer field goals, shorter career. Yeah. I mean, as I said, he's going to be fine. Bengals should win this one, even though it's in Detroit. The Lions are 0-5. I understand that. Early on, like week one, week two, they didn't seem that bad. Maybe they seemed like an okay-ish team, but now I don't know. It will be an upset if the Lions score points. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, way... I mean, I think they score at least 7 to 10 points. See, I have your Giants viewpoint on this. Yeah. But I'm really, really down on the Lions, as everyone should be, and I'm really, really high on this Bengals team. If not for an absolute absurdity of horrible luck, the Bengals would be 4-1, and one, and the Packers would be our little cute 3-2 and two team that we were all pointing and laughing at. Yeah. So... The Bengals are going to beat down on the Lions. It's going to be a nightmare. I do agree with you on that. Joe Burrow is playing after his uh, little throat injury. Him and Jamar Chase, amazing connection, amazing duo. 
the defense is very, very good, but they're not going to shut out the Lions. The Lions mm. are definitely a better team than the Giants. The Giants suck. I'm sorry. But, I mean, Jared Goff, in my opinion, is doing much better than I would expect him to. Wait, hold on. Did you just say the Lions are a better team than the Giants? Yes. Oh! Oh, I disagree with that. Oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, Sid. Uh, the Lions are the worst team in the NFL. I think decisively. Uh, I'm going to have to give that to the Giants. Okay. What what position on the Lions is a position of strength? Name one. Quarterback. No. You don't think so? Jared Goff is not playing well this year. And even, even if he was, there is nobody to catch that ball. But there have been people who have who are catching the ball. I mean, I'm not saying that they're they're that much better than the Giants. I'm just saying they are better than the Giants. With Tyrell, no, but they're not. With Tyrell Williams out, who Tyrell Williams always injured, not a number one receivers. Their leading receivers are Quintez Cephas and Amon Ra St. Brown. That that is very much true. But and I have hope. And why? Where is the hope coming from? I don't get it. I don't know, but I just I have more hope for the Lions than I do with the Giants. Sorry, Giants fans. Uh, no, I think the Lions are the new Browns of the 2020s. Uh. This is a poorly built team. There is no aspect of this team that is good right now. Not a single one. I hate everything about this Lions team. I would not I would I, they can't beat any team in the NFL, not even the Texans. If they went 0-17 this year and for the second time went the whole season without a win, I wouldn't bat an eye. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I, do, I mean, yes, the Lions are a bad team, but I don't know where it's from, but I have more hope in them. Their team just seems to be a bit more competitive against, you know, a bunch of other teams. I'm getting I'm getting prepped to I, I need to convince you of this. The Giants have great defensive line players, at least in parts. They have Aziz Olujari and Kadarius Tony, who are extremely promising rookies. At full strength, even even not at full strength, Mike Glennon can do more than Jared Goff right now because there's more around Mike Glennon that will help him succeed. Devontae Booker is a better second string back than right now than mm, not going that far. Okay. Um, there's just more there on the Giants roster. Evan Ingram is a great playmaker on the Giants roster. I know that the Lions have TJ Hawkinson, but he's gone quiet this year because everything around him is in disarray, including the quarterback. So that's not helping the Lions out at all. I mean, I guess you're true, but I'm not sure if it's my bias, you know, against the city of New York or I I just don't know, but do you have bias against the city of New York? I don't know. Maybe I do, but. Sorry, New York fans. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. Didn't see that coming. I mean, I'm not saying the Lions are going to win. They're scoring like seven points, but I'm seeing that they score points. Mm. Yeah. We should probably move yeah, on. Yeah, we probably should move on. All right. Another intense game this week is Arizona Cardinals against the Cleveland Browns. Now, mm, I'm going to go Cardinals on this one. Yes, the Browns are a very good team. But, you know, they just got 47 points scored on. So, maybe, maybe I mean, I, yes, it, it, was, it was against Justin Herbert and the Chargers, which are a top offense. 
But then you also have to look at Kyler Murray and this offense, who are also might be around the same level as the Chargers. No. No? Not anymore. Um, so I have the Browns, okay. decisively. Oh, okay. Uh, I do still really like the Cardinals. I think they're still my NFC favorite for the Super Bowl. But that last game has me really nervous that they played against the 49ers. Uh, they were slower on offense, less productive on offense. The Browns' defense, I'm still putting a lot of stock in. I know that they didn't play well against Justin Herbert and the Chargers, but there's a strong case to be made that that is the best offense in the NFL right now. So I think I'm okay with that, that they didn't play as well. So this should be a pretty, I think, a pretty easy win oh, for Cleveland. I'm saying this is Cardinals, but it's competitive. I... I it could be competitive. I could see a Cardinals win pretty easily. Yeah, but I I could also see a Browns win out of this. Yeah, I I am inclined to say Browns on this one, so right. I will say the Browns. All right. Next game we have the Dallas Cowboys at New England Patriots. The Cowboys this season have been surprisingly very very good offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. They should pull out a win against New England. Dak. Uh, Pollard, Zeke, their wide receiver core, amazing. Their defense is surprisingly being anchored by Trayvon Diggs, who is Defensive Player of the Year at this moment. You can't tell me anyone else is. Um, no, 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 no. Okay, then. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my pick. So, Trayvon Diggs has... The every defensive lineman ever who's good to compete against with because secondary players are historically unlucky at getting that award. And Aaron Donald is a corporeal entity that exists on our planet. Oh, that is true. Give him the Defensive Player of the Year award every year. I mean, that's one of the biased things I don't like. I mean, I, you know, because there's some awards that you're biased towards a specific position. MVP. Yeah. Derrick Henry runs. What, what does he have to do to get that award? He ran for 2,000 freaking yards. Yeah. Get it together, NFL, right now, please and thank you with your award system. Yeah. But, I mean, he's anchoring that defense, which is surprisingly looking good. The Patriots, they haven't exactly been bad, but they've also kind of been bad. I mean, Mac Jones has been okay, but... Better than all the other rookies. Yeah, I would say that, but... And I'm in my Zach Wilson jersey, yeah. too. I, I don't think he... Has what it takes to take out the Cowboys. I think this is pretty easy for the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, it should be noted that PFF has the Cowboys as the best offensive team, and it's by six points. The net, They have them at a ranking of an 89. The next they have a Cowboys in an eight, or the Buccaneers in an 83. And then it's pretty even from there. All right. So, I mean, this Cowboys offense firing on all cylinders, easy game for the Cowboys. I don't think that the Patriots no, – I don't think anybody should be, feel good about the Patriots after being close with the Houston Texans of all teams. Davis yeah. Mills. Yeah. Give me a break. That was a surprising one. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Next, we have a very competitive game. We have the Oak, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Don't say Oakland, uh, Not Oakland anymore. Las Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos. I'm not sure how I feel about this game. I honestly didn't know who to vote for at first. Mm-hmm. I mean, they both had pretty good starts, especially the Raiders. 
the the Raiders deserved to be at the first spot for the first three weeks, mm-hmm. and then both teams just you know declined. Well, for very different reasons. Yes, I understand. Both for very different reasons. One of them declined because of their head coach drama and all the dysfunction around the organization. The other one declined because they're not a very good football team. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. But, you know, this is this game is in Denver. Uh, but Derek Carr was showing to be a very, very good quarterback and possibly an MVP candidate, but I think he's out of that race for now. I think I think he's done. Yeah. With Murray and Justin Herbert right now, he's done. Yeah. I mean, the quarterbacks for the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater has been okay. I mean, especially with the turnovers. He had his first turnover last week. You're going to keep milking that. Yeah. <laughs> because that's We're going to be hearing about that the whole season, guys. That's the only thing I got so far because, you know, <laughs> everything else, I mean, they have to be able to score points in the first three quarters and not just do everything like they're the Ravens. You know, just score everything in the fourth quarter. That would be nice, but, you know, mm. they, they're not capable of that. Yeah. But I do have the Broncos in this one. Only because, yes, both teams seem to be equal offensively and defensively, but I think the Broncos' defense is slightly better than the Raiders' defense. Wow, really? Yes. Even with Max Crosby and all that they've got going on that front seven, you still think the Broncos' defense Slightly. is better? It's just, just hmm. a hair, just a hair. Hmm. And possibly even, but I'd have the Broncos by just a hair. Hmm. I think that it's easy to give this win to the Broncos and say, well, the Raiders look like a crapshoot right now. I was tempted to do that myself. But the Raiders are just a better team, guys. And they're going to pull it together. So I'm I'm gonna say the Raiders. I if if they blow this one though, I will be down on them yeah. until they show me something. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised though because the Raiders do kind of seem like a better team. If you just oh, look. they are a better team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'd also be very sad. Hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. Sid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we've got two more games left. With first one being Sunday Night Football, the Seattle Seahawks and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And about this game, I don't want this to be Sunday night. Please change it. Flex it out. Flex it out. Like, I'll Please. Take, I'll take the Cardinals and the Browns over this. Please. That, that game is so much better. I mean, now with the Seahawks losing Russell Wilson to a finger injury, they got Geno Smith back. I have, a, I have a statement regarding that. I will not pick the Seahawks to win a game until there is a better quarterback starting than Geno Smith. Mm. I would pick him last out of the 31 backups in the league that are not Geno Smith, and there are a handful of third stringers I would pick before him as well. Yeah. Geno Smith, awful quarterback. As long as he is starting for the Seahawks, they will lose whatever game they are playing, period, end of sentence. But you also have to see the Steelers team. Besides last week, their team has just been really discombobulated. I mean, Big Ben is probably going to retire after this season. He's just... He better. Yeah. He's looked old. I mean, I'm going with Seahawks on this one. And it may seem like a dumb reason, but the first drive that Geno Smith had was no, 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 no! Don't go there. I mean, I know he threw a pick on the net, or like he had, he was very bad the next drive. But there was a glimmer of hope, and I don't really trust Big Ben. There was a glimmer of hope with Davis Mills too. Are you saying that he's the next Patrick Mahomes? I mean, there is the Tyrod Taylor curse, where you know when Tyrod Taylor was quarterback in Cleveland, he got injured. Who was in Mayfield? When he went to San Diego, was out. Who is Are in Herbert? Are you serious? 
I mean, I'm not saying that's true for Davis Mills, right? Because both of those quarterbacks were surprised, were much better in the first couple of games than Davis Mills. Oh my gosh, I, I'm going to have to get up and walk out. <laughs> Do not hype up Davis Mills or Geno Smith. Both of them have shown themselves to be bad quarterbacks. Steelers win 48-6 to next game. Oh, no, I'm not saying 48-6. to That seems like a, a bit of a push there. I say this is more like, I don't know, 20 to 17 ish. So, audience, you can't see my eyebrow raise, but that's happened about eight times as we've t- talked about this game. Yeah. So. You, you, everyone should know how I come down on this game. Yeah. That's the point. All right. And our final game we have is Monday night the Bills at the Titans. The Bills had a dominant win last week. Josh Allen and the team looked amazing. I have them winning this game. I mean, yes, they're going up against Derrick Henry, and it's quite hard to stop Derrick Henry, but they're, the Titans' defense just, they uh, I don't know what to say about them. They haven't put it together, yeah. for sure. The Bills' offense are definitely going to score more than 30 points on that team. I'm yeah. very confident. Mm-hmm. And as for the Titans' offense, they're going to put up points. Derrick Henry's going to have, you know, his general over 100 yards. Um, Seems likely. Yeah, but... I think this comes down to Ryan Tannehill because I think they're going to have to involve the passing game more in this one. And the passing game is going to have to be good in order for the Titans to somehow pull off a win. And it does look like like they will have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones back from injury. So maybe that's a plus, but I don't know. They've just seemed a bit quiet for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. um, I don't know. I don't really see any reason for the Bills to lose. I think that you could talk yourself into this being a close game, but if you do, you're kind of deluded. Yeah. Um, it's it, there's, there's nothing that suggests that this game will be close, and I have the Bills winning in the landslide. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. If you like this, please consider um, liking, following, and hitting that notification bell. We'll be back next week for a review of week six. I'm Sid Kalyani here with Josh Shippen, and we'll see y'all later. See ya.